Hey everybody, I'm Bethany with Soul to Soul Life Coaching. Miss Juanita is on vacation. We want to wish her some happy travels. She should be back in a few days and we'll get back to it. If you've been following us enough, you know we're over on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. On Facebook and Instagram, you'll find your extra motivational boost along with that quote of the day. Um, Let's get right into it. The quote says, How you make others feel about themselves says a lot about you. Let's dive a little bit more into our Sunday recap. Expressing positive comments to and about others is extremely important. This will give them tools to learn and share with the next person. But you must understand, you must say or do nice things for yourself. My morning gift for everyone, you are enough. What you bring to the table, someone will learn from. Smile. When you walk in the room, you ignite possibilities for others to follow. Be real. So many people are trying to fit in when we're all created to be unique and stand out. Baby steps through your amazing journey. Are you ready to reveal the next best you? Let's get started. Live your journey intentionally. See where it takes you. So this was really just about talking um, and thinking about others like with time. And this has become a few issues in personal parts for me. So it's a little personal. So if if I go off track a little bit, this is why. People that you connect with, there should be some foundational understanding of how you're going to connect, what strategies you're going to do use when you connect, and what does those connections mean, and how do you keep them um, so they don't start fraying. Uh, there's a lot of different parts of life you know, we're, we're parents and we may have kids and, um, or we have friends. And so we have all these built connections and all these tethers that we have to hold. If we don't hold them tight enough, uh, they could become loose and they could become frayed. And, um, I saw that, at, uh, having a little outing with my daughters, they don't stay connected, um, like they used to. And so when they're trying to connect with each other and they're trying to navigate conversations, it looks and feels a lot different to the listener than from the speaker. Even though things could have been set up, you know, there's nothing wrong. I just want to bring this to your attention. As we're driving, uh, we just want to have a conversation. And when the listener takes everything as a dig or as a jab it makes it really tricky to to continue those relationships without animosity without triggers without um a better understanding of of really what they mean most people who drive in the car have conversations to get to the next destination and it's great If we don't keep those connections, it makes it tricky. Why are they saying this to me now? 
Well, because you're stuck in a car with somebody for 40 minutes driving to a destination and it's the best time to get their undivided attention. There's no kids in the way. There's no um, other events going on. It's just a conversation in the car. When somebody is not heard as they're portraying it out to be, instead of having a conversation, well, what did that mean? Was that supposed to be a dig to me? Are you trying to be mean? Instead of having that ebb and flow, it becomes the speaker who had the communication to say, hey, this happened. I just really want um, a conversation to happen and maybe let's work on it. The listener heard, you're bad. You don't do anything to protect blah, blah, blah. And you're just bad. Instead of asking questions, instead of um, having the repertoire of, oh, I didn't know that happened. I'm so sorry that happened. Uh, we'll work on that next better time. Do you have any suggestions for me, for the listener and for the speaker? Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for validating this was a problem and thank you for taking care of it. When those things don't go back and forth, that really makes it tricky. And as you know, I sometimes have a tricky world with my husband talking to him. We made these rules of engagement and I will tell you they did not work today. They did not work yesterday. Here's the problem. And I'm gonna just speak from what happened. Here's the problem. When you give people a toolbox that's gonna best fit you, and you can actually don't even have to call it a toolbox. I call it my medicine kit. This will make me survive. This will help treat any ailment that I have. And I speak not of actual ailments that I would see the doctor for. I would say for my growth, for my personal um, being better, my best person in the world, where I don't feel like I'm bogged down, where I don't feel like the world is collapsing in me, people are taking advantage of me, I don't feel any of that. If I have the, the, the toolkit or the medicine kit of things that help me survive, the few things that I actually need, seriously in life, I love conversation. Conversation for me is just an art of learning about somebody different learning who they are, what they're about, how to work and how you can improve your life with what they have to give you and what things can you help improve their life with what you have to offer from you. And it just, um, it makes it tricky. So here's my medicine kit that I have. It's conversation, it's walks, and not sporadically. It's like make a plan once or twice a week, ride the bikes. You know, you buy $150 bikes, you wanna ride them for sure, right? Um, and when those things don't happen, and you make sure to tell your partner, hey, I'm still needing these things. I don't need you to tell you, me you love me all the time. If you take me for a walk, that says it for you. If you are interested in what I'm interested in. If you've ever gone over to our Facebook page um, or Instagram, you'll see I do a lot of painting, just a bunch of different stuff. Be interested in that and do it with me. Um, be interested in the things that I'm interested in, not just bring home 
the garbage from work, not just be about sports and food and I'm tired and marriage, relationships are work. They are work if you're working at your job. Your boss relationship is work. Your work relationships are work because we don't always like the people we're around. That includes moms, dads, brothers, sisters, husbands, spouse, you know, husbands, wives, spouses, whatever relational piece you're in, it makes it really tricky if there's not a foundational piece that says when we get together on this day, we're going to do A, B, and C. Now, I was in some pretty rough relationships in Colorado, but I will say this. The one, and, and these are just ideas that I pop off, but the one thing that lasted for a little while is one of my partners, we would do this uh, conversation box. So I knew once a week we're going to have some really great conversations about different things. We would have, um, each of us would have two different colored sticky notes. So I would have maybe pink and green and maybe he had blue and yellow. So one of the colors was one thing that you really um, struggle with with that person in the relationship. So maybe um, the person that I was with drank a lot. I would put that, hey, your drinking really concerns me, and we'd have a conversation. But prior to that, when you put these notes in the box, the yellow notes of his was three affirmations of things that I saw during the week that really made me go, oh, okay, this is this is great, this is awesome. Here's your great things. And then you would read the blue one. These are the great things about you. And now the blue one, can we work on this? How do we, what suggestions, what do we do, blah, blah, blah. And then the partner would do the same for them. It really did work um, for a little bit. You have to be invested. And if your relationship is not strong enough, it don't matter if you've been together one day, five days, one week, one year, 10 years, 100 years, whatever. You need to be invested at the basic foundational level. If you're invested at a financial level, that's where your conversation goes and you're really not getting to the Maslow's um, hierarchy of basic needs. I know people need hugs. I know people need food. I know people need nice words. I know this is the things that need are needed. And I agree. So I it just takes time. It takes the time and the effort. And as I was speaking to a few of my kids after kind of this little repertoire between them went through, I literally said, you know, maybe I'm not doing the mom part. Maybe I'm not giving those opportunities that you guys are not maybe seeing and saying, okay, once a month, somebody can host a really easy food night. We'll go over there. It's not about the food. It's not about the games. It's not about anything. It's about connecting with people. It's about doing something really awesome. And we did that probably about a month ago. We just did a, a middle of the year celebration, graduations. You know, I had a chart up there. What are you celebrating? What happened great in the last six months or even the year that we haven't been able to get to because we've been doing so many different things in our world 
you know, trying to re-establish ourselves um, in different ways. Some of the kids bought houses, got new jobs, um, moving up in their job, switching what they're thinking, like so many different things, um, having babies, just a lot. So I really wanted to get them together. So I had tons of different stuff available for them. We had lots of talking spots. We had the spa open. We had lots of games all over. Um, and the coolest thing was that everyone was having a conversation. The kids, the parents, the uh, grandparents, the aunts, the uncles were just having those really cool, fun game conversations like... Um, I don't know what it would be like. It's just not normal. I mean, it wouldn't be normal. In our world, it was something that we used to do. And I want to get back to it. So I had suggested to one of my girls, hey, I'm going to do this. We're going to find one day a month. And whoever can show up, shows up. Whether we do it at our house. And sometimes in the winter, our house gets a little small. And I, I understand that. Whether we do it at a house that's bigger um, whether we do it, if it's really nice and not too bad, we do it outside at a park. Just stay connected. And my thoughts were, <clears throat> as the situation this weekend, I get people can't read minds. I get people get stuck and fall into bad habits. I truly understand that. I just remember... Um, all last night as I was just really trying to figure out what am I going to do? What are my thoughts? You know, I, I probably said some really harsh stuff and, and I really need to think is, is that my, my avenue I'm headed to? Is that where I'm going? Maybe this person's not understanding me. Maybe, you know, but I, I'm pretty clear. I'm pretty, here's the job. Here's what I want. Make this happen. And when it comes back, as I woke up this morning, I was really full of gratitude and just kind of, you know, be grateful, you know, forgive yourself, forgive others, just start afresh. And then when the conversation comes to be, I just want higher conversation. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk, I want to talk about future plans or like what's something cool that you want to be doing in two years, three years, whatever, something like that. And the response you get is, well, I'm just tired. I'm going back to bed. It really broke my heart and just made me feel that's not the time, you know, that's necessary to fix the issue. When it comes up, when the things come up, it was just, I'm tired. I'm going back to bed. Not the prosper of, hey, let me think about these few things and I'll meet you in 30 minutes with coffee. Not... What is it you want to talk about? Let me kind of put some thought into it and then we'll connect again. None of those things happened. It was, I'm going back to bed because I don't have time or I'm taking a nap and then I'll talk to you. And my answer to him was, this is pressing on my heart. Like my heart's broken right now because the things that you promised didn't happen but the things that you wanted or like that happened last year, he, he does the coaching, the football, and I want him to do that. I want him to be able to do the things that he loves. 
He said, this year, I'm not going to forget about you. Once or twice a week, we'll go on a walk. Even if it's a short walk, is that okay? And I said, yeah, it's perfect. I just don't forget about me in the middle of football. I don't like that. I don't want it something to start. And then you go, oh, football's here. So now you're benched. And it just, that is what it's been like for, you know, five weeks. I get it. So we go on this little vacation. And friends at his work has said, hey, get me this, get me this. I'm like, but it's our vacation. Like, we shouldn't be worried about what to buy people and go out of our way to go look for these things for these other people. We're trying to enjoy our vacation. So I was a little perplexed. But I thought, oh, I'll go along with it. it you know, it, maybe it's 20, 30 minutes. When it consumes the conversations for over three days, that's a problem. That somebody putting time and effort into a relationship that doesn't, that's not a home relationship. So when it gets flip-flops with the time at the home relationship is just expected to, well, you'll always be there, so it's okay, no worries. And, and I think we get too complacent. We keep saying, oh, the, that person will always be there. Oh, I know dinner's going to be ready after I go football and don't take this person for a walk or go for a bike ride or have a really great conversation. It just, at some point, and we're all strong at some point in our relationships, I get it. It's just hard to carry all that weight consistently with no relief. Now, if you've, if you've heard a few tick or podcasts coming back when I came back from Nebraska, this was kind of an issue and it wasn't really a, my husband issue. It was really about getting back to school. There were so many different things. There were so many different demands. Some of my pairs were not coming back and then we had a lot of new people coming in and it was just kind of overwhelming and I asked for my husband's support. So this is literally, he didn't open the, he didn't open the box. I said, I need my medicine, Dave. He's like, what medication? No, you don't understand. I've told you before, open the box. The box is the list that I gave you that says, Hey, please take me for a walk. Hey, check in with me. See how I'm doing. Ask if I want a bike ride. Hey, have a higher conversation. Not about work, not about food, not about family about what life has in store for us like what's the dream and it it doesn't make me crazy but it makes me just have this huge question mark that that was over a year ago and this weekend was literally the same conversation I had as we arrived back from Nebraska don't leave me hanging I don't want to be on the back burner while you do football for three or four months and it's never about don't do what you want don't do your dream I feel and this is no way when people can't see outside their scope or if they're only looking black and white and they don't color in gray or their level of thinking is just, I can only think for today. It may, 
it may be they need to put more effort into thinking into that next round to meet their partner halfway. Because I remember T.G. Jakes, he's a great pastor. If you, He's got some really great stuff. I remember he talked about the pint and the gallon person. The pint person is not a bad person. They only hold a pint of everything. They can pour that whole pint of themselves into a gallon person and the gallon person will never be full. They'll never be full enough. It'll never be enough. And not because the gallon person is so great. It's just their expansion or their horizons or their thoughts or whatever it is, is much bigger than what the pint person can do or even phantom. And I feel sometimes in relationships when the communication breaks down, those things happen. Now, mind you, we, we started going back to therapy or started going to therapy. And I literally said, like after 10 months of last year and into April, so we saw our new therapist together one time and said, she said, what's the problem? I let him do all the talking so he can like get out all his stuff so he doesn't get flustered. And I concurred with some of the things that he had to say. And then I gave the other information. I said, so-and-so, this is the list I gave him off the plane. This is the list I gave him in October. This is the list I gave him in January. And I, this is the list that I need for me to be filled up. If he's only a pint-sized guy, cool. Like if that's all he has to give, this is the pint-sized, focus on this, because this will fill me up. And I showed her and she's like, oh, don't give it to me, give it to him. She's like, Dave, why didn't you do the list? And he's like, I don't know. She's so easy to take care of. I don't know. And what it comes right down to it is a lot of us put our partners first for many reasons. We don't think higher of ourselves to expect more. And that becomes a problem. I've heard... Don't expect anything from anybody. Don't put expectations on anyone because they'll fall short. So Dave and I really had some great conversations after, you know, before like the couple weeks seeing our therapist and after here's my expectation, Dave, this is what I want. These are must do's in my world once or twice a week, must do's. I don't care that the floors don't get mopped every week. I can care less. I don't care if the dishes are done every day. I can care less. We have one tiny little dog. I don't care if the poop outside doesn't get picked up every day. There's plenty of places to poop. I just don't care about the stuff that doesn't matter. I matter about the, I, I, I am about the growth of a relations together of fixing things, of learning things, of being curious about stuff together. And when that doesn't happen, and one person is satisfied with the basics, and the other person is crumbling because they're not getting what they need, it, I think it just makes one ponder 
is this enough? One person in any relationship, it doesn't have to be marriage, it doesn't have to be, you know, sister, brothers, whatever, um, friends, you have to really scope for yourself. Is this person giving me the time I give them, putting in the effort that I give to them, and coming out with some solid chunks of stuff that you can build your bridge with, that you can build your castle, that you can build whatever you need to build. You've got that really strong stuff. Or are they giving you just enough to keep you going, um, what? What was that? Is that enough? And then before we know it, that little crumb becomes enough for us that we just settle. And I don't say for anyone to say, cut the relationship off, get a divorce, stop talking to your sibling, you know, stop communicating with your boss. I don't say any of that. What I say is bring up those concerns. If the party next to you that you have a concern with gets defensive, have some feedback. I want you to hear me. This is what I'm saying. These things are a concern for me. What are your suggestions on how I receive it, how I deal with it, or can we do it as a partnership? If those things do not work, you need to reevaluate your relationship with that person. It could be, I need a time out because what you're doing is breaking me. I need a disconnect because I need to feel if I'm doing all this for you, what am I not doing for me? Because obviously there's not enough give and take. So if you're giving, stop giving out of your cup. It becomes empty. Fill your own cup for sure. Um, I just, I really am feeling strongly and especially after the conversation I had with my husband and with my daughter and just being, we need to give opportunities for connections. And if people do not latch on, they're not invested. Doesn't mean they don't care. It means they're not invested. And we as people, my friends, are too valuable to not have people invest in us. We need, and it's lovely when people do, when someone says, so-and-so knows this, they have, you have value. They do this, that's value. And when they choose or forget to invest in you, except for those pieces, yikes. Um, you really just, you can't call on people for things you need that takes from their bucket. You need to deposit back. Say if I'm making my husband's lunches every day and there's not a deposit back, because usually I put a note in there. If there's not a deposit back of, hey, leave my granola bar by the coffee pot and a coffee pot ready, that was a tit for tat. That stopped. And it makes me curious of, why did it stop? I was still teaching summer school. 
I bought breakfast bars. Like, why are they not there again for me? Hmm. He knew I wasn't drinking coffee. I was drinking tea, but it's in the same pot. It's just a little pot. It's okay. No big deal. So you just really have to reevaluate, bring it up to those people. And when they sit there and they have zero to say, or if the language becomes a broken record of the same stuff you've heard, they've done no growth. They've done no research. And right then and there, take value in yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to take a time out. You know what? I'm going to invest in me. You know what? I'm going to take myself and do A, B, and C that's going to fill me up today because what's happening is you're taking from my cup and it's not okay. So what I say to you, friends, it's really valuable in every relationship the worst ones, the best ones, the ones that are, you know, struggling, put in the time, put in the effort to hear and be heard inside all of that. Because relationships are just like life. They're a heartbeat. There's movement up, there's movement down. There's not going to be always pretty. What it's going to be is either solid, getting there, or it needs to be left behind and looked at at a different time. Mm. Don't devalue yourself. Invest and give time into what's super important in your world. Mm. Anyway. Till next time, everybody, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, on TikTok, and listen to all of our podcasts prior to this. And we'll be asking you to be our guests here soon. Until next time, keep it soul to soul.